Hi, I'm Monica Sanz, your vegan fit, and I want to talk to you about cravings, about sugar and junk food and even chocolate cravings and how to minimize them. And that's a very interesting topic that I would like to cover in many podcasts. But right now, I just want to give you a summary of how you can actually have discipline and control when it comes to avoiding what's really not that good for you, even though it may be tasty in the moment. Okay, number one, get enough sleep. I cannot underemphasize this. This is so underrated because, you know, people who don't sleep are sometimes even admired in society. It's like the, you know, the person that wakes up early burns the candle on both ends. And that includes me. I don't know about you, but it's like, you know, we want to get so much done and 24 hours just isn't enough. And sleep is something that we don't give much importance to. And we feel lazy when we actually sleep the hours that we need. In fact, some of us like to sleep at different hours and that's not very looked, uh, very well looked at. <laughs> uh, that's another theme for another day because some of us are wolves some are bears some are larks and owls and there's many classifications of this but the point here is that if you get enough sleep you're not going to feel like eating junk food it's amazing and there are studies that really prove this your appetite is largely affected by hormones that fluctuate during the day And sleep deprivation disrupts the fluctuations and may lead to poor appetite regulation and strong cravings. This you can see in two studies that I found. One is short sleep duration is associated with reduced leptin, elevated ghrelin, and increased body mass index. So, what do you want to do? As a conclusion in this study, you... Um, let's see, you can read it here if you want. I really look forward to giving you the exact link so that you can look it up too, especially if you're curious like I am. And right now the conclusion from this study is that participants with short sleep had reduced leptin and elevated ghrelin. Okay, these differences in leptin and ghrelin are likely to increase appetite, possibly explaining the increased BMI, which is the body mass index, observed with short sleep duration. In Western societies where chronic sleep restriction is common and food is widely available, changes in appetite regulatory hormones, the ones I just mentioned, leptin and ghrelin, uh, with sleep curtailment may contribute to obesity. Wow. So yes, we are a sleep-deprived society in general when it comes to the U.S., Canada, and uh, yeah, I'd have to look at Europe and their lifestyle because some cultures are more into respecting sleep and even the naps during the day are well looked at, but that's what I mean. Even yesterday, I was talking to you about not paying too much attention about what other people think. Just do what you need to do for your own body, your own mind, your own wellness, health, your own taking care of yourself, basically, okay? Okay, let me look at this article from Healthline because it has another great references, reference, okay? Uh, studies support this link between more cravings and less sleep, um, showing that sleep-deprived people are up to 55% more likely to become obese compared to people who get enough sleep. Okay, was that the same article? Well... The thing is that 55% is super significant, isn't it? Okay. 
chocolate is really good. Okay, let me talk to you about chocolate too. I just want this to be fun, so I'm going to combine some of the things that you and I should review in order to stay fit, healthy, happy, and free. And yes, it's not like, oh, we're never going to indulge. I want you to indulge and enjoy whatever craving you want, okay? Because that was my tip number three for you. Seriously, enjoy whatever you're eating, your ice cream, your cake, your your chips, you know, whatever it is, even your beer. <laughs> the thing is that we also have to keep in mind that we can't indulge all the time, 100% of the time, and then uh, see ourselves in the mirror and not see those abs defi- defined and the body that we can have. So if you want to be your potential and have a great body and the most excellent body you can have for your genetics, then absolutely consider this. Okay, and about sleep, the other article, oh, it's very, very similar actually. Oh, meta-analysis of short sleep duration and obesity in children and adults. This was actually published in Sleep, and the previous article that I talked to you about. I'm talking about scientific journals. And this is from PLOS Med. I didn't even know that publication. But anyway, you can um, access this at pubmed.gov, the U.S. National Library of Medicine, National Institutes of Health. You know, when I was studying at the Simon Bolivar University in biology and we did our thesis, you know, I would go to EWIC, a library, I would go to places and I would have to go through uh, certain, uh, not only books, but also documents that were on something, and some weird technology that's like, uh, oh my gosh, I even forgot, but it's like, in Spanish it's called Emeroteca, and it was something on film, yeah, everything was on film, I don't know if it's still like that, but right now things have evolved so much that we can access journals right now, right there, even recent Uh, publications, which is fabulous and very, very useful for us who are curious about those links. Then we are like, really? Sleeping less than I actually need? Yes. If you deprive yourself of the sleep you need, you're going to have cravings. You're going to feel like eating some things that you may not need. You may even want to be eating more calories. Okay, so the conclusion here is participants with short sleep had reduced leptin and elevated ghrelin. You see, it's consistent. Okay, and what happens? Leptin is your satiety hormone. So the more leptin you have, the more satiated, the more satisfied, the less cravings you have because you feel good, fulfilled. It's like you don't need any more food. Right now, I feel great. I feel like that probably because I got enough sleep last night. Oh, not so much. But anyways, I had compensated. So I'm not saying I'm the best example when it comes to that. But yeah. I do not have the cravings that I get when I sleep like three, four hours, okay? This time I got like six hours and a half, so (laughs) I usually need about eight, okay? So what do you really need? Sometimes I even need nine or ten, so it all depends, especially if you're catching up on your sleep, which is something that is also very interesting to do research on because some people say you can't compensate sleep and I just don't believe that. I do believe that even though it would be perfect if we all went to sleep at the same time and we woke up at the same time, well, that sounds a little boring to me, but yeah, some people are like that and congrats to them, kudos to you if you do that. But if you're not like that and, you know, you may have kind of weird schedules and sometimes you're just too excited about a project and you just want to keep working late and waking up early and that kind of thing and then you want to seriously relax during the weekend or the next week whenever you're compensating and catching up, I think that's valid and I have read that it works too. So it may not be perfect, 
but it may really keep you away from those um, extra goodies that are not so goodies for you, you know? Sometimes I read these articles that are so forward-thinking, like, you know, we're actually intoxicating our children, our kids. We are actually poisoning them with so much sugar and dyes and all these processed foods that are no longer food. Actually, that's not real food. So, you know, I love junk food. I love a good candy, and I love many things that are not so great for me and don't have any calories um, that are nutritious, meaning they're empty calories. But uh, the thing is that <laughs> we can find a way around it and perhaps we can use the lay, the lo- the lay, you know, sometimes I get confused. It's like the law of Pareto uh, that says that 80% of the time we eat super healthy and 20% of the time we don't necessarily eat extra healthy. We just eat something that we feel like eating and that's it. Anyway, so the rest of the article um, concludes that these differences in leptin and ghrelin are likely to increase appetite, possibly explaining the increased BMI observed with short sleep duration. Oh, but this is the same one. Oh my God, am I reading the same one that I had read before? Uh, Oh, the conclusions here... Oh, here it is. Cross-sectional studies from around the world show a consistent increased risk of obesity. You see, I probably didn't sleep enough, so I was not so focused. No excuses, right? I'm just going to keep on going. <laughs> have have a good time, you guys. Have fun with it. And yes, I am going to give you the rest of the tips right after this. So, the cross-sectional studies from around the world show a consistent increased risk of obesity amongst short sleepers in children and adults. Causal inference is difficult due to lack of control for important confounders and inconsistent evidence of temporal sequence in prospective studies. Oh my gosh, how complicated is that, right? It doesn't sound so simple to explain, but basically what we see over and over in these studies is that, yes, the more sleep you get, the more healthy you're going to eat. So it's one of the most powerful ways to prevent cravings from showing up. Okay, and I could give you many, many more tips, like I said, but I'm going to focus on the ones that I wrote down. One is to get enough sleep, and I think I made a point with that, with the scientific evidence. Number two, eat really well. Because, for instance, I had a great meal, such a great meal, so good, and now I'm having my coffee. Mmm. This time I added a bit of sugar, which is rare because I usually have it with nothing, just black coffee. But, you know, just eating really well makes me feel so good that I don't even feel like eating junk food, even if I have some at home. So, wow, just try it. Eat really well, whatever meals you want to have. Like, I'm doing intermittent fasting, and I've talked to you about that, and I think more people are interested. So I might do more podcasts on that. Please leave me a comment somewhere and let me know what next topics and themes you'd like me to talk about and to do research on because there's a lot of evidence on the way that I'm eating right now that works. I'm not saying it's going to be for you, but really, it makes you feel so good and it rejuvenates your body, your brain, and yes, it may increase your quality of life completely and give you even greater gains at the gym or when you work out. So there's many great things about eating the way I'm eating right now and eating vegan, oh my goodness, it's going to change everything. You're going to feel good from the inside out and seriously, I think I have way less cravings as a vegan that I've been almost for eight years since 2011 and wow. I do not feel like eating junk food hardly ever. And when I do, it's like 
you know, the craving goes away very soon because I, I don't feel good with the results. It's like when I'm not vegan, I feel it in my body. It's like, oh my God, what is this? I'm not going to say, oh, I feel the inflammation necessarily, <laughs> but the digestion, the elimination, my energy, you see? Yesterday I was talking about energy vampires, okay? Energy vampires are also not only the people, but also the foods and the drinks that you put in your body that are really sabotaging your energy. We all have great energy, so let's reveal it. Let's refresh it. Let's uh, reboot our energy with great food. And I'm talking about broccoli, and I'm talking about anything that you like to eat, about pasta, about (laughs) fruits and pineapple and whatever. I mean, I could go on and on and I'm just like stopping myself editing in a way because even though it's a great topic for me to talk about, I just love talking to you about everything that you can eat that is in the vegan world that is way more varied. It's like the greater variety of foods you will find in colors and textures and just in micronutrients and macronutrients in the vegan plant-based world. So there's no excuse. Some people think that I just eat salad and I'm like, what? I I wouldn't survive just on, on little salads with lettuce, tomato, and I don't know, cucumber. Are you kidding? No, I eat lots of grains and that's part of what I ate today. Lots of really good grains. I'm talking about legumes. Uh, Specifically, I ate some yummy beans with some um, like Mexican tortillas that were combined with carrots and beets and you know, it's a lot of those good sugars. So when you have the good sugars that come with the fiber, from the natural food, you don't feel like eating the refined sugar. Even though I did add some to my coffee, it's not like I need to have candy the whole day. In fact, I would really not have this energy if I were eating just junk and cravings um, would come up, you know. So I do practice what I'm telling you, okay? And number three, like I said, indulge and enjoy. How about some really great chocolate? Did you know that chocolate is so good for you when it's dark, okay? (laughs) Not very much sugar in it. Yes, it potentially prevents cancer. It's free radical filled, you know, it has high contents of flavonoids, polyphenols, And dark chocolate's cocoa has actually been shown to have the highest content of these that I just mentioned, polyphenols and flavonoids, even greater than wine and tea. So the higher the cocoa percentage of your next dark chocolate bar, the more awesome antioxidants you'll consume. Oh my goodness, I feel like having some chocolate. I just ran out. Oh my goodness, how could I run out of coffee? Oh, I cannot run out, nor of coffee, nor chocolate. And those are my great cravings, and I feel so good. And yes, they have caffeine, and I'm not saying that there may not be exceptions. You may not be able to drink as much coffee as somebody else, but, you know, everything in moderation and also in listening to your body, which is what I always say in every episode. Definitely do that. Be consistent in these topics and these um, tips that I just gave you so that you can be consistently avoiding cravings and only really indulging when you feel like it. It's like, I don't need to eat it just for the heck of it or just to swallow like emotional eating, crazy eating that we've all done. That's not even good. That's not even mentally healthy. What a healthy indulgence for me is, hey, you know what, socially, let's say we have some wine, we have some dark chocolate, we just indulge in a yummy cake, and uh, whatever we're eating, I'm just saying things that come up to my mind, but it may be an apple pie for you, a pumpkin pie, it may be something that you really love and that you want to indulge in, and some lasagna maybe, okay, have great lasagna, just add way more fiber with great beans, for instance. 
man, tons of vegetables. Spinach, I, I read that the spinach extract could also help you control tra- cravings. Could you imagine? Yeah, that's interesting. And I wonder if besides the spinach extract from other green leaves, you could also get that Mm, I uh, that um, potential, that incredible solution to avoid cravings. I have such great herbs that I have recommended to you that I believe that my herbs are keeping me from my cravings. So yeah, let's do more research on this. And I hope that I opened up your mind in the sense of making you think and making you realize that maybe there's something you can do to control your own cravings without too much forcing yourself because discipline is important. But you know, pushing yourself the whole time and feeling so strict with yourself may not be the best way because we also want to be kind to ourselves. So be kind enough to let yourself enjoy, indulge, but also be smart by sleeping enough, eating super right, super nutritiously at least 80% of the time, and absolutely you will have a much greater time when you enjoy it. It's like, you know, we can go through a lot of work, through some emotions that are not necessarily positive. We all have our challenges, but then when we feel like, oh my God, yes, we did it. It's like, the triumph, the wins, the success, it's much bigger because you went through the trials, because you went through the challenges. And I believe it's something similar when it comes to our mindset and our cravings. It's like, because I had my mind be, let's say, disciplined, then I feel so good just relaxing into whatever I feel like eating or drinking. Okay, so enjoy, especially when the holidays are coming up now. I hope you enjoy the best of the best. La crème de la crème. And yes, mwah, mwah, mwah. Could you imagine if I started making a podcast in French and in Italian? Maybe when, who knows, when I'm 90 years old or maybe sooner, I don't know. Uh, And I said old, but you know, the idea is to grow younger and rejuvenate ourselves. So yeah, when I get younger, because by learning new languages, you actually renew your mind. Let's also renew our mind by eliminating the limiting beliefs and introducing new positive optimistic thoughts okay and that's the best way to do it optimistically i wish you an amazing night afternoon morning dawn whenever you're listening and thank you thank you thank you so much if it weren't for you i wouldn't be here kisses and hugs love and light